Aloha and welcome to Kapiko Podcast. I'm Kyle Galdera with Kamehameha Schools Communications. Thanks again for tuning in. We actually have a bit of a milestone. Today's our 20th episode. So thanks to everybody for tuning in, both new listeners and our loyal listeners as well. And don't forget, you can also catch the video version on the Kamehameha Schools YouTube page. So you have the video version and then the traditional audio podcast available at ksbe.edu in the news section and Spotify, Stitcher, all your normal podcast sites. So mahalo for tuning in. And we're happy to welcome in today's guest, joining us from the Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement, where he's the president and CEO, Kuhio Lewis. Mahalo Kuhio for joining us today. Hello, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and it's, it's an exciting time of year. There's so much going on. And first of all, tell our listeners about what CNHA is all about. You know, what's, what's your mission and what are some of the programs that uh, folks in the community can really look to you for? Uh, the Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement established, was established in 2001, and it's a pretty broad uh, mission that we have. It's to uh, enhance the cultural, political, and community development of Hawaiian. So it's super broad, allows us to kind of reach into various areas. Um, at the end of the day, what it comes down to for me, it's, it's an organization that can focus on bringing people together, uh, looking at areas in which we can build up our community through culture, through economics, through through political development. Okay, and this is the perfect time of year for that. We're as we record this uh, at the end of July, we're about a week away from the primary election here in Hawaii, which is pretty historic because we have a uh, mail-in voting for the first time, all mail-in voting, which is, uh, according to reports, is actually doing quite well as far as people being engaged in that process. So on that note, as far as Native Hawaiians are concerned and, and really getting Native Hawaiians engaged because typically it's a population that tends to be on the lower side of, of uh, engaging in the voting process. Why is it important to, to really get out and vote and, and make your voice heard? Well, I think there, I think first of all, I think it's a misperception that Hawaiians don't engage. I think uh, we look at certain districts in our islands that have maybe high representation of Hawaiians and we look at how they did in the turnout and then all of a sudden Hawaiians don't vote. So I don't mm -hmm. think that's necessarily the case. I think that's just the optic that may appear, but I don't think it's necessarily true. There's more Hawaiians that live in Pearl City than in Waianae, for example. Um, but that said, why is it important for Hawaiians to engage? I mean, we, are, we represent almost 25% of the state's population. That is a huge block. You know, so we make up, I mean, it's unfortunate, first of all, that we're a minority in our home, own homeland, but uh, being that you're a minority, when you show up in force, 25%, you know, you can really decide or turn the outcome of a particular election or of a decision, really. And we've seen Hawaiians, we, we can mobilize, we can organize, we can bring together tens of thousands of Hawaiians around specific causes. So if we can emulate that to being more towards uh, civic engagement where it matters, voting, mm -hmm. engaging in the census, you know, I think the perception will be that uh, Hawaiians are a force, we're relevant. So it's important because we want to make sure we're relevant. We want to make sure that people not only see us, but they hear us and they feel us. So voting, census, and just in civic engagement as a whole makes our community that much more powerful. You can decide on elections. You can decide who elects, who you, who's, who goes into office. Um, I mean, all the way around, it's a win-win situation. 
Okay. And I'm glad you alluded to that earlier is basically not only now, but after the election is power also, uh, folks can fill in the fill out the 2020 census form, which actually had the deadline move, move back to October 31st, due in part to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So it's another great way to be engaged and it only happens once every 10 years. So it's especially important that folks take the time and it's not, a, it doesn't take a, a long time, but fill out that form, whether it's by mail or, or online. Um, so so what, are, what are some of the benefits that Native Hawaiians in particular can receive by more Native Hawaiians making their their um, their voice count by filling out the census? First of all, I just want to give an update because it's kind of a fresh update. Uh, okay. we, we just had a meeting with the Census Bureau and, you know, Native Hawaiians, where we are right now in terms of completing the census, it's looking good. Um, they don't have the data desegregated down to the detail yet, but we are looking at Hawaiians currently where we can tell they're heavy in population in certain districts, we're in the 60, 70 percentile. So we're above the statewide average in key areas like Waianae, like Waimanalo, Papakolea. So we're doing, Hawaiians are engaging in the census. So that's an update. Uh, okay. Why it's important? Why it's important is because again, it's all about perception, right? I mean, if, if you come out with big numbers and people see you as 30% of their population, they're gonna pay attention to you. Right, I mean, so it's all about optics oftentimes and census allows us to flex as a people. It allows the governmental structure that really decides, you know, how we live by the rules and laws and makes us more relevant. So engagement in census is is important for that purpose, but also it, it translates to dollars. Billions mm. of dollars that come down from the federal government and it gets allocated by states and the census data determines that allocation. So I can tell you this, I can tell you in 2010, we were undercounted. Uh, we know we were undercounted and by way of that undercounted, we lost billions of dollars in potential grants, potential benefits that we know help Native Hawaiians who are socially, economically, in some areas disadvantaged. So those are dollars that we could have got to get programs off the ground, to help bring them up that went to other states. So we gotta make sure we get our share of the pot. Um, I hate to put it that way, but that's that's the reality is, if you want a piece of the pie, you gotta engage. Right, so basically that allocation of funds is just sitting there waiting to be kind of doled out based on how the, the census uh, notes that certain populations are, are counted. Exactly. Okay. And as far as maybe particular, like you, you mentioned grants and, and other funding mechanisms, are there maybe any specific ones that really could could be more helpful for the Native Hawaiian community if we do get more or more accurate representation of the Native Hawaiian community? I mean, first of all, the, the census is the data that everybody uses. It's the data that, that even us as a nonprofit organization uses to determine our measurables, you know, our, our goals. Uh, it's the tool that we use to, when we apply for federal funding to support the work that we do. So you're talking about schools, hospitals, you're talking about um, education dollars. You know, Native Hawaiians have a carve out in the federal budget that supports education. Uh, mm -hmm. The Native Hawaiian, through the Native Hawaiian Education Act. You have, we have a carve out in the federal budget for the Native Hawaiian Health Act. 
all of that data that's it all comes from the census in terms of how much those organizations those uh how much those programs will be funded uh for for cnha for our organization we receive millions of dollars uh in grants that we apply for uh to help with various programs like trades you know so that's workforce development it could be business classes so we you know we get we get resources as well and we turn those resources into resources for the community so they can uplift themselves so it all trickles down okay Awesome. And, and you mentioned earlier just the, the idea of being civically engaged and whether it's voting, filling out the census, even just participating throughout the year, even if it's not an election year, but but being involved. So as a Native Hawaiian population, why why is that important? Especially, you know, we talk about the next generation of OEV leaders, you know, starting to really build up and, and develop into the next generation who's going to lead our population into the future. So why is why is that so important to to really plant those seeds now and and make it uh, a way of life? You know, just being civically engaged. I would say if you are OK with the way everything around you works, the way government works, then don't engage. If you're not happy and you think our system could be better, then you should figure out how to get engaged. We all have our roles. Uh, some are more engaged than others, and that's just the way it's going to be. But if you want change, it starts with being civically engaged. Um, you know, for me, I started getting engaged. I was I was a young parent. I had my first kid when I was 17 years old, and I had to fight my way through to survive. And I realized that the system did not support those that were in the same shoes that I was in. Mm. And so that was the beginning, I believe, of my um civic engagement i became engaged because i i was not happy with the system that was in place i made bad decisions at that time i would say you know i made but but you know what you do about it going forward is really what matters and in this case i decided that i would be more engaged because i was not happy with the system uh that was that was surrounding me in terms of how i how, how i could improve myself and advance myself so i got engaged and so again if you're happy with the system, keep doing what you're doing. Do nothing. If you want to improve it, if you want to make it better for your keiki, for your community, then get engaged. Figure out what's going on in your communities. Figure out what issues are important and figure out how you can play a role in changing our future. Okay. It's kind of like that old uh, T-shirt and bumper sticker, right? The, the no vote, no grumble campaign. But unless you take action, your, your words just kind of fall on deaf ears. Right. Yeah, okay. exactly. So before we let you go, Kuhio, tell our listeners about ways to, that they can engage with CNHA, you know, find out about programs, if they have questions or if they want to reach out to your team. How do they do that? So we have all kind of stuff going on. You know, we are actively helping with the recovery efforts. We have distributed over $1.2 million to families that need help right now, paying their rent, paying their mortgage, childcare, utilities. You know, you can give us a call. We can see if we can help you. Uh, we offer trades programs. So if you're looking to get into the trades, we have professional development opportunities. You walk out of our program with certifications and a bunch of other things. We have a loan fund. So those small business owners, if you need COCOA, give us a call. Make sure that they're, you know, check out the resources that we may have to help you. Uh, we, we also, uh, we, we offer, uh, there's a number of things that we, we offer. We have business classes going on right now to help Hawaii small businesses 
deal with this pandemic. So looking at new strategies, business models, there's all kind of stuff we do. Hawaiiancouncil.org. That's our that's our website. Hawaiiancouncil.org. Uh, check us out. All of our programs are listed on there. And what about social media? What's the best way to engage there? Our pandos is Hawaiian Council. Okay. Awesome. So a lot of great opportunities there. And don't forget, go out and vote. Not don't, okay. Don't go out and vote. Mail in your vote. That's uh, something we got to get used to this year. Mail in your vote before the August 8th primary election and then fill out your census by the October 31st deadline. So don't forget that. And mahalo Kuhio for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah. So take care. Uh, Mahalo for joining us. And don't forget, you can catch Kopiko podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, and the KS Imua newsroom at ksbe.edu backslash news. And as I mentioned earlier, we've started a video component. So Kamehameha School's YouTube channel will have the video versions of our conversations as well. So thanks for checking us out. Again, 20 episodes in the books. Mahalo for joining us. And thank you, Kuhio. For Kuhio, I'm Kyle. Take care and aloha.